Hi, welcome to the Fearless Freedom Podcast. My name is Carla Lancaster, and I am your host. This podcast is created to help women who feel stuck in life, disconnected from their desires, and who crave to live a life of daily adventure. If that sounds like you, then you, my friend, are in good company. I am finally ready to face my own fears and to push through in order to create a life of freedom. Are you ready to join me? Let's go to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Um, I am so beyond grateful for all of your encouragement, each and every one of you that have reached out to me personally and have told me that you're listening to the episodes or that maybe it's impacted you in some way. I am so deeply grateful for um, just for that. Thank you so, so much. And for all of you that have just listened um, so far to the episodes, I am just so grateful for each and every one of you. Uh, Today's episode, I am so excited. It is an interview with Amber Bayer. She is a health and wellness coach. Um, I have been following Amber on Instagram for a few years now, and I've had the privilege of um, getting to know her personally, and I am so excited to share this episode with all of you. Let's go to the show. All right. Welcome back to the Fearless Freedom Podcast, and today I am here with Amber Bear. Hi. Hi. Uh, Amber, welcome to the show. I'm literally so excited to have you and for my very first interview. um, It is so exciting. So why don't you go ahead and tell everybody who you are, what do you do, really just everything about you. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. This is actually my first podcast too. So it's first for both of us. Um, So my name is Amber Bayer. Um, I am 38 years old. I'm a single mom to an eight-year-old who's almost nine, and I'm pregnant with my second baby. Right now, I'm going to be 31 weeks at the end of this week. Um, I am a health and fitness online coach, but also a certified holistic health coach, and I still do hair on the side here and there. I was a hairstylist for over 10 years, so that's kind of like a passion on the side, but that's, yeah, that's basically who I am. In a, in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were just talking before we hit record about how we met. So I'll just go ahead and share a little bit about how yeah. you and I came to be in this room together. We're doing this live. So that's exciting. Um, so I don't know exactly how I began following you, but I began following you on Instagram. It's been a couple years, like a couple years ago. And love the fact that you were... Um, a single mom, <laughs> weird as that sounds, because I think at the time I was also a single mom okay. um, with a boy, which, fun fact, our kids are like five days apart from each other, Yeah, um, like really similar ages. Uh, they're upstairs playing right now. So. They were fast friends. Yeah. <laughs> and I always had this feeling that they would be like such good friends. Um, and I just felt like, I'm like, I just need to know more about this girl because you just seem like you were... Um, just living such a similar life to me, but in a way that was you really taking full ownership of your life, your circumstances, what you wanted, um, making changes. And at that time in my life, that's what I was looking for and craving. Like I really was feeling kind of stuck and you were making some like really great progress in your own life. And so I was like, 
this girl is awesome. And so I started following you. Um, And then I needed a haircut and (laughs) I wasn't going to any particular person at the time. Yeah. And so one day I had really long hair and I was going to chop it all off. I was cutting off all my dyed portions of my hair at the time. And I looked you up and you had an opening that day. And so I booked it. Yep. But I was still like too nervous to tell you I'd been following you for all this time, I think. And I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to be that weirdo, that creep on the internet. Yeah, It didn't come up, I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah. But, then, <laughs> but when I was cutting hair, I rarely would talk about health and fitness unless it came up organically because I never wanted to feel like I was like a conflict of interest, you know, unless people were bringing it up, then I would love to talk about it. So, you know, it's something that it might have happened, you know, might have came up if I had said something. So it was just probably at that hour chunk we had didn't feel like the yeah. right time, but. Totally. Because I had thought that too. I was like, I wonder if she'll talk about Beachbody or, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know you personally. I just knew yeah. you on Instagram. Right. Um, <laughs> but I walked away from that haircut being like, okay, I met her. But then I was like too shy to like say anything else or to reach out. Um, so then I just kept creeping on your page <laughs> for another <laughs> year or something. Um, and it was only, so, I mean, so we're going to get into your story and about yeah. each body in a moment because that's a huge part of your story. But right. even that time when I was sitting in your chair getting my hair cut, I had been thinking about um, doing a program like Beach Body, and I was wanting to just get some forward momentum in my own like just self um, self love maybe and just how I was feeling in my body and um, but I was still like too shy to like hit you up every time you'd be like I'm doing a challenge group I was all that sounds great but I was still a little hesitant for my own insecurities yeah um and so I ended up doing Beachbody uh, through somebody else's program and um I mean and I actually loved it I think it's a great program um but here we are today. So I hit you up, I don't know, a month, couple months yeah, ago, maybe? Yeah. Not, yeah, not too long ago. Yeah. So when I knew I was going to start this podcast, I was thinking about people I'd want to interview for the podcast. Like you were one of the first people that I thought of, only because I have just so resonated with your story and um, identify with just watching you grow and as a mom and doing this like a single mom for years I was a single mom mm-hmm. as well and there's still I think a shared story as raising a kid even in co-parenting that's yeah. a whole different dynamic but right. um I was just always super inspired by your story and how you show up every day to your audience and I Thanks. just love that well, and I think it's cool that you mentioned that you were too shy to say anything because for me, it's a good reminder that people could, I think it's important to remember to, you know, for me to continue to share my story and put myself out there to help those that maybe aren't ready to reach out yet, because there's a lot of people that maybe aren't in the right place, but, you know, it's nice to know I can still be touching them in some way, even if it doesn't mean, oh, they're signing up or they're contacting me to work with me directly. Uh, I'm still creating some kind of value that I want to put out there. And so, I don't know, sometimes it's nice to hear that. Like, okay, there's like, who knows who else is out there that I haven't actually met yet that maybe doesn't have the courage yet or just isn't in the place yet to ask for help. But maybe something I say that day could motivate them or, you know, make them feel like they're not alone in whatever feelings they have or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I hope I hope you truly understand that because I know I'm not the only person that's 
gotten inspiration from you that maybe hasn't been ready to reach out yet. Yeah, so. I think it's a good reminder because I think a lot of we live in such an instant gratification society where it's like, well, I said this on my social media. So why are people responding or, you know, answering me or vibing with me? But I think for me, it's almost like a cathartic experience where like I put myself out there and I say things and then because I'm like, someone's got to relate. And it's, you know, and I don't expect someone to reply, but it's nice to know that there's probably just strangers out there that are like, yeah, that's awesome that I just don't hear from. But it, it makes me more inspired to keep going, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's kind of dive into more about you. Um, first of all, what brought you to Beachbody to begin with? What was the beginning of your story? Yeah. So that's funny because, so if you had asked me like, I don't know, even five or 10 years ago, would you ever be interested in Beachbody? Just that like word alone is so like, <laughs> no, why would Beachbody? So I was never, I was never athletic, never into working out or really eating healthy. Um, I was always into female empowerment. Like even as a teenager, I was very into feminism and like riot girl and like music and like community in that way. So that part has all kind of clicked and made sense. I feel like, um, with Beachbody as able as a way to help other women. But when Beachbody came into my life, it was honestly for selfish reasons. Like I was engaged and I just wanted to lose some weight. And I was one of those secret dieters over the years where I would, I really liked being curvy and bigger, um, but I also really loved food. I loved alcohol. I loved being social. Mm. And I thought I was a health or not healthy. I thought I was a happy person, but I wasn't. Um, and I was sick of like yo-yo dieting because I would secretly, you know, I'd be like, yeah, boss, body positivity and all this mm -hmm. stuff. And then secretly hate myself and mm. do these stupid diets and just dumb things to try to lose weight fast because I didn't want to give up alcohol and social life and I didn't want to work out and I just wanted to like cheat it. And it's just not, that just doesn't work. It'll, you'll gain the weight back. You'll mess with your metabolism. Um, I don't like living in, I don't like, I don't like depriving myself. <laughs> and so that never worked for very long. And so here I was engaged to get married. I wanted to lose like 20 pounds and but I was sick of being miserable whenever I tried to do it. I was, I, was, I was sick of like hiding it or feeling like I was deprived. And I actually did try doing like a low fat diet or something where I was just eating like chicken and salad for a mm. month. God, <laughs> I was just after like a month of that though. And I remember I lost like two pounds and I went <sighs> and I, I actually went to a doctor because I was like, I have a thyroid problem. Like something's wrong with me. And she was like, welcome to being in your thirties. You mm -hmm. need to work out more. And what are you eating? And, you know, so I started realizing like, okay, I got to make some changes. And my son was four at the time. So it was also just like growing up, wanting to be a good example, uh, wanting to be healthy for him. And so all that stuff kind of aligned with an Instagram post where my coach, who's still technically my coach, who I signed up under four years ago, just did a post about. I don't know, getting healthy with, with balance, you know, working out from home, which it just really appealed to me. Like the idea of working out from home, uh, the structure of clean eating, like, uh, community, like all these things. So I was like, what the heck, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm just going to invest. We'll see what happens. And it totally just changed my life because it was the first time everyone knows eat healthy exercise, but it's so 
what does that mean? You know, like yeah. I would go to the gym and I would be like, I hate this. And like, I would leave and I, I don't know. I just never really, and what do I cook? And I don't know. And so it was just the structure, like eat, you know, eat this clean diet, check in every day. And so I just did it for three weeks and I lost seven pounds, but it just like sparked a whole transition because it was also the first time that I had given up alcohol for three weeks. I decided I did drink one of the days, but I decided that I was going to just focus on the program to get my money's worth. And it was the first, it was like an eye opening experience. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I feel so good. <laughs> like not, you know, poisoning my body every day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically how I found it. And then it just spiraled from there. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> spiraled. Uh, tell me, tell me more. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay I, I'm like, how I could keep going about this forever. So, um, when I say spiraled, I was like, this feels great. I think everyone should do this. And mm -hmm. I'm the kind of person where I don't. I'm just. I'm not shy in the sense like I don't want to sell people things. But if I know it's an answer for someone that I'm going to tell them. Mm. It's the same way if someone was like, I love your jeans. I'm going to be like, oh my God, these jeans are so great. I got them here. They're on sale. Like I get excited about that stuff. Like I like to share what is working for me. Yeah. And so I really felt like, oh my God, I have the secret, even though it's not a secret. <laughs> it's just like working out <laughs> and eating healthy. But I really felt like, oh my God, anyone can do this and anyone can feel really good. And it's not about depriving yourself or, you know, a cookie cutter, like, you know, cutting out all carbs or being mm -hmm. keto or being vegan or any of that. It was just about finding what works for you and balance. And so I was really, really excited to talk about it. So for me, I just started talking about it with my clients, friends, if it came up. And I think my demeanor started to change. Like I just had a different vibe. Like I was happier. I had more energy. Um, I was feeling really good. I mean, just seven pounds. It's not a crazy amount, but you know, my clothes are fitting different. You get like this yeah. sense of just confidence. Yeah. Um, and I never really had that. And I felt proud of how I did it. It wasn't like, oh, I restricted my calories. And I, you know, it was like, no, I did this and I feel really good. So I started sharing about it just with friends and family and then decided to sign up as a coach because they have like a referral program where you can save money on your own <clears throat> products. And I never sought out to be this full-time health coach. Like it literally was just, oh, that would be cool for extra accountability. I don't want to stop doing this. So I thought, what a cool way to just dive in more. You know, I'll just, I really liked, I felt like at the time, my friends, my friend group was great, but a lot of them were just very much into working a ton, not like hardly any self-care, drinking every night. My fiance at the time was a bartender that was just the world I was in. And so all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my God, this recipe. And did you know probiotics do this? Like I started just exploring all this stuff and my friends were like, cool. And so I, they were, I mean, they were supportive to an extent, but it was really fun to have this new community yeah. of other women. Um, even though some of it was just virtual that they were excited about it too. So I wanted to coach also to dive more into that. And so I felt like at the end of the day, I would work all day at the salon. And then when I would check my social media from work or at the end of the day, I felt like it was positive stuff. It was like stuff I wanted to hear about mm -hmm. and like people's wins and just good stuff. And so I was kind of addicted to that. I was like, I want more of that. I don't want like, I don't want all this negativity and, I was part of that too. I was yeah, this kind yeah. of negative um, person that was just kind of stuck in this cycle of just kind of negativity. It's 
it was just what I knew. And so all of a sudden it was like this whole new world. So for me, it wasn't just Beachbody. It was changing my lifestyle and connecting with other women that were ready to change too. And I think for me, it was really like my, I had identified a brand without even realizing I was identifying a brand. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to help other women like me (laughs) that had no time. Maybe they were single moms. Maybe they had no prior experience with health or fitness. Mm -hmm. Maybe they used to party like I did. You know, I just wanted them to know there was an answer because I felt like a lot of people that grew up athletic or didn't ever struggle with drugs or alcohol, like it seemed to just kind of click for them. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was so much harder. And so I felt like, oh my God, I'm starting to figure this out. I want to help other people that maybe limit themselves too. Yeah. So that was basically how I became a coach. I wanted to help my friends and family. And then it just started to grow because I was sharing about it on my social media, but also sharing my own, staying true to who I was. I wasn't, I didn't just turn it into all health and fitness. It was still about parenting, um, clothes, hair, you know, things that I was into. And, um, but I started kind of trickling it in and this was four years ago. So I feel like it was kind of at the point where people started using Instagram as yeah. more marketing. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. It just kind of was good timing because I was building my organic Instagram and turning it into a brand um, of like lifestyle, health and fitness. And um, my body kept changing. So I started with losing seven pounds. And then within six months, I think I had lost like 26 pounds. Wow. My body had never looked like that. I'd always just been a little chubby, not really muscle definition. Um, I always felt pretty, you know, but I just never thought I could have muscles <laughs> and yeah. feel strong. And it was super empowering for me. So, um, yeah, it was it was a fun thing to go through and also help other women get to do, you know, whether it was lose five pounds or just feel more confident. Mm -hmm. And so I still really try to hold on to the whole body positivity thing. I don't want it to be like, everybody's a beach body. I'm not trying to say like, you know, you have to be a certain size or look a certain way. It's like, that's going to be for you to decide. Um, and so that's been really fun to help women do too. Yeah. So for those that are maybe listening, that maybe know nothing about Beachbody or their mm-hmm. programs, um, you're a coach now. What does that mean? What do you do as a coach? Yeah. Okay. So I mentioned that I was um, an online health and fitness coach, and that's with Beachbody. And then I also decided to get certified in holistic health coaching through a different program, which is just more nutrition kind of life coaching. So anyone can go do that, and anyone can be a Beachbody coach. Um, they, I just did the other program just because I was interested in it. Mm-hmm. But as far as Beachbody goes, it's all, so they started with like P90X. A lot of people know that, like mm-hmm. they know the infomercials. It's been around since the nineties. Yeah. So people are familiar with a lot of these like programs because they've been not like infomercials or the, people will be like, Oh, I think I bought that DVD once and it's just collecting dust or whatever. But the interesting thing is um, when they developed the coach opportunity, they were basically like, how can we, turn this more into like community. And so you basically, you know, you purchase a program, it's workouts, but then there's a clean meal, clean eating meal plan that comes with it. But the magic I think is the simplicity and structure of it. But then also the fact that we're all doing it together virtually, like from home, you know, you have your own programs, you push play when you want to push play and you cook your own food and you buy your own groceries, but there's 
it's been laid out for you. And so as a coach, I'm basically like the middleman, like, you know, you buy the same program I bought, but then I'm, I've done it before. And I'm basically just here to hold you accountable. You still do the work, but I'm here to answer questions. And then we have like a group online. I have met a lot of people in real life through it, which is really cool, but a lot of people not. And actually when I first started, because I was so busy, I chose a girl that lived in the area, but I didn't actually want to meet her at first. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that sounds like more stuff on my plate that I don't have time for. Do I have to meet you? And she was like, no. And I was like, okay, good. Um, and we did meet, <laughs> but it was weird. Like I wanted to just kind of do it alone, but also know that I had support if I needed it. Yeah. And some people really like that. And some people are way more hands-on. So um, yeah, I mean, you do the program yourself. Um and all the workouts are different, but yeah, basically it's just like you purchase the deep. Well, now we have it online, but you, at the time you did like DVDs and then you would check it and be like, I did it. And it sounds kind of cheesy. I, I honestly didn't think the accountability part would interest me that much. Like I knew I, I like the idea of community, but there is something about, I mean, there's studies done that like food journaling can really benefit you like psychologically to like, you know, face your day, like look at how it went, think about how you can like course correct, think how you can do better. And there's something about posting, you know, even in like a Facebook group where even if they're strangers, it's still this like level of accountability that it, it helps like it does. And even as a coach, um, I know that I have to show up and even if it's not perfect, I know I have to show up. And so that makes me make better choices. Like I got to tell my team later like what I did today so I need to like make sure I make good choices so yeah yeah it's really helped with my own journey yeah and I can't so I have done Beachbody um before and I was actually blown away by the fact of the accountability and how much that really did motivate me to get my workout in that day to Mm -hmm. make sure I was following my eating plan as best as possible knowing that I would have to check in and I'm like one of those overachievers where I'm like, yeah, if I need to post this picture and do this workout, like I'm going to do it all. Yeah. I think I was that way too. I was like, well, I'm supposed to do this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. (laughs) But just like logging in and seeing other people posting or doing their workouts. I'm like, Oh, I got to get mine into like, just Mm -hmm. knowing that you're not alone in this lifestyle yeah. was really, really helpful. And when I felt, so I did that like a year ago and then I went to kind of do my own, but then I kind of just fell out of community. And that's when I slowly started missing my workouts, slowly started changing my eating habits. So really it was the community, even though I didn't like actually nobody know anybody in real life, but just the fact of like, people posting every day, seeing that other people are doing it, Mm -hmm. getting like other people to like your picture and be like, yes, you got this. Like those little tiny things, like community is so important. I think especially for us ladies, like we really need that encouragement and feel like we're not alone right? in order to keep making those changes for our own life. For sure. And I, I am a kind of an overachiever in that way too, where I like, if someone expects something of me, Mm -hmm. I'm way more likely to do it if, and like other overdoing it just for myself, because it doesn't matter how badly I want something. I will prioritize other things 
you know, things my son needs, friends need, work. Like I'll put everything above me. And that's just how I've always been. I'm always the bottom of the list. And so when somebody was like, no, this is the requirement, you know, we want you to check in every day and do your workouts. Like I felt like, okay, this is almost like a job. Like I have to do this to, you know, like yeah. this is what I'm supposed to do. And uh, it was so good for me because I remember I did see a personal trainer a couple of years ago and she was awesome, but I couldn't afford to work out with her five days a week, you know? Yeah. So I would see her like once a week, I bought like a package. She was great. And I remember her saying, well, you're a hairstylist, just schedule in your own appointments, like treat yourself like a customer. Like don't, um, you know, don't fail your commitment to yourself. And I still would be like, nope. And just like, yeah, it's not the same. It's when I had to show up for her, I showed up. So for me, it's the same way. Like if I tell my group online, I'm going to show up and the reality is if I didn't, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm not yeah. fired. I'm not like kicked out of the group. I don't, you know, like, but it still is this like subconscious thing that kept me going. And even to this day, four years later, I still feel like somebody, you know, in my own group, you know, could use that motivation. But also even going back to what you said, like, oh, I've, you know, been fo- I followed you for a long time before I said anything. Mm-hmm. I feel this little good pressure to stay on track because there's people out there that have been watching that maybe never joined me, but I don't know. I just like want to keep doing it for them too. (laughs) I don't know. So it kind of, it's like another level of subconscious accountability, like my ongoing social media. So that helps me. It's all, it's win-win. So I'm hoping you can help me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping you can help me. Um, What are some of the things over the years? Because you've been doing this for how many years now? Four. Four years. Mm -hmm. So you've been working out, eating well. Really, it sounds like you're making a real lifestyle switch and change, not just a diet, right? I think I've always had a negative reaction to the word diet and I don't even still like to be like, I'm going on a diet. Yeah. It's the worst. I'm like, I'm trying to like make lifestyle changes. I'm trying to incorporate healthier foods in my life, recognizing when I do work out, I feel better about myself um, and make choices off of that. But how have you stayed motivated over these years? Yeah. Or have you fallen off the wagon? How have you gotten back right <laughs> into it? Yeah. So I think for me, um, so initially it was the accountability that started, started going, started it going for me. But then when I started seeing the, the scale change, the way my clothes changed, the way my life was getting better, mm-hmm. uh, that motivated me to keep going. Cause then my goal started to change. I mean, like I said, originally I wanted to lose 20 pounds to get married. I ended up losing over 30 and so many inches. And then all of a sudden my goals were like, well, how many pull-ups can I do? Or mm-hmm. how many push-ups can I do? Like, I'm like, who am I? Like, it's amazing how things can shift for you. And then because of coaching, I was doing hair full time. And then the beach body coaching was just some side supplemental. I mean, it was the motive, the motivation was coming from accountability, but then it started to become income for me. And so then that was also motivating because it was perfect. You know, I was getting paid essentially to show up and I, you know, I never want to let anyone think that I'm perfect. I mean, every once in a while I have fast food, I mean, I'm not, I'm pregnant right now, so I'm not drinking, but I had nights (laughs) where I would drink too much, eat too much candy. It's not like I was perfect all the time, but I found that the more consistent I was, so say like out of a month, 20 days, I'm like 
or even 20, 25 days, I'm like on point. I'm mm-hmm. feeling really good. And then there's a few days where I'm not. Initially, I needed the structure of a program to really see the weight change. I feel like you need that consistency to really start to make your metabolism change. Your mindset mm-hmm. needs to start to get into place. Um, but then um, I found that the more I stuck with it and the weight came off and the more intense my workouts got, I could eat a little bit more and I could kind of like um, stray a little bit more, but then I would feel it almost remind me, oh, get back on track. You don't feel very good. That night of drinking or that sugar you had, mm. it's it felt so much worse. I think in the beginning, if I had dabbled like like that, like oh, I work out and then one day I don't work out and I eat a bunch of candy, like I don't think you give yourself enough of a of a time to really like feel the difference. So after maybe about six months, I started to realize like, oh, I can, it felt very lifestyle to me. Like I could still mm-hmm. have a night off and like have a good time, but I would want to get back on track the next day, which wasn't the case before. So I think for me, the motivation was like income was great, not letting down my team. Um, but also I just didn't feel very good. Like I'd want to get back on track. And I loved that. So I got married, I went to Vegas and it was like a wedding in Vegas. So I was like, I was like super, I felt really great. I'd lost weight, but I like overdid it that week. And I remember sitting at the airport and being like, I can't wait to go home and eat kale. And I was like, who (laughs) am I? And like, I couldn't wait to be home and like get back to my routine. And that's when I realized like, this is so cool. It's like a toolbox that I have, that I now have that I can always go back to. So I think that's, what's really cool about any kind of lifestyle change or with Beachbody or not. Once you gain the tools, you, if you fall off, that's fine. You know, you have a day like or a week, like that's just mm-hmm. off. But remember why you felt good initially and just get back on track. So I, for me, I always felt like I had the tools to get back on track. And so, yeah, because that's kind of a long answer to what yeah. you said. <laughs> so. No, I think that's amazing because I am definitely the, and I actually think you're talking about this last night on your Instagram, but um, I have definitely been the person that is an all or nothing. Oh, yeah. So I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do this beach body program and then I'm going to be on point the whole time, give it my 100%. Yeah. But then like after a while, if I don't give myself any wiggle room, yeah. then it's just like, okay, can I keep this up forever? Like maybe I can, but then I'm going to feel deprived and then I'm going to like, I don't know, yeah. no, never I know. have a night off or whatever that is. Right. Um, to where I have been focused on and trying to allow a little bit more grace, yeah. allow myself not to be quite so planful and perfect right. if I'm committing to something, but still stay committed. Yeah. But still be like, okay, notice the feelings. I'm not feeling very good. I do know what those tools are right. what will help me feel better. And that will be to move my body, to do a workout, to you know, make better food choices. Um, So I feel like that's such an important message. And I think that watching you over the years, that's been really helpful for me to see because you do keep it very real on your Instagram. And you do um, show when you have, you know, a splurge weekend or whatever. But then you also show when you get back on track. And that has been really great for me to see, the fact that you can be really committed, stick to a program, but then you can also relax a little, loosen the reins, yeah. enjoy life, and then get back on track. And yeah. you can kind of do that and ebb and flow, and it doesn't mean that you're going to gain 20 pounds back right? because you spent one weekend, you know, 
enjoying your vacation and indulging in things that maybe you're wouldn't normally. Right. Um, but I just think that's so important to understand how, cause I think that is like the difference between a diet and like a lifestyle, yeah, right? Like that sure. is really what's going to help you keep it going and be mm-hmm. sustainable throughout your life. And I just think that you do such a beautiful job of showing Thanks. that like balance, like yeah. truly. And it is motivating for people that are watching and trying to figure out how to figure out that balance for themselves. Totally. And there's people I follow on Instagram that are just like, really hardcore. Like they are super in shape and they're just like all fitness. And I love that for some inspiration, but that's just not me. Like Mm -hmm. I am, especially now with the pregnancy, like my body's changed a lot. I'm not working out as hard. I'm not sticking to my meal plan as perfect, Mm -hmm. but I'm also really excited about what my body will be like after baby. Not like, Oh, immediately I'm going to like go really hard and have this like abs. I'm just saying like, I think it's important to, I don't know, respect whatever season of life you're in, but also push yourself a little bit. I was in this place for a long time where I was like, well, that's too hard. And I just would make excuses. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, what if I pushed harder? What if I just tried harder? And then it was like really satisfying to be like, oh, I did that workout without modifying or, oh, I went all day without cheating. And I think all those like good choices we make compound. So it's like celebrate the wins, make as many good choices as you can, and then don't beat yourself up about the like mm-hmm. splurges and little things that happen because, you know, over time, all those good things you did are going to add up. Um, but there's so many layers because there's people that have, you know, emotional eating, trauma. What I've noticed with this is it's not like when I started doing health and fitness coaching online, it's not just eating and exercising. It's mm-hmm. like, a lot of, and I'm not a, a therapist, you know, so all I can do is plug people into the same tools I have, but I've, I get to talk to a lot of women. And a lot of times it's like deep layers of all sorts of stuff where it's like trauma, emotional eating, people not believing that they're worth mm-hmm. results. And that is hard and sad. And it's kind of like, you have to, that's why the all or nothing thing, I think, is important to remember that you're not, there's nothing wrong with you if you're not perfect and to honor that maybe there's other things, you know, going on with, and I always try to remind people to just enjoy it. You know, if, Mm. are you enjoying it? Cause if someone's like, Oh, I, you know, it's been two weeks and I stepped on the scale and you know, I've only lost, I've heard all sorts of weird things. I've only lost 10 pounds. I'm like, well, first of all, 10 pounds in two weeks is a lot. (laughs) And I think you should slow down. Um, so what, hold on, like, how are you feeling though? Like, do you like the meal plan? Do you like the workouts? Because if someone is not enjoying it, I'm like, what's going on? Because I think you should enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And if you enjoy it, then you're going to just enjoy your life more. And then it's not going to feel like you're depriving yourself. And then you're not going to also hate yourself if you like Mm -hmm. drink too many beers or something. So I don't know. I feel like that's such a personal thing and people have to work through that. And like I said, I'm not a therapist. So I usually, um, Beachbody's also kind of opened up my eyes on like how I was using food and alcohol to treat like underlying trauma and how I, I don't know. So it's like, I've had to kind of peel back these layers and like do some of my own Mm self-discovery. And like, it's interesting to watch other people do that and kind of help push them and, also, to Beachbody's really big on personal development, which was something I never really had in my life before. And, you know, whether that's going, I went to a Tony Robbins seminar, but I also got into different authors that kind of helped me work through some of those 
those things, you know, and also just, um, yeah, kind of improve my life on a mental level as well. So I feel like that's really cool part of it that, that, that kind of exposed me to that. Like, I think before I would have made fun of it. Mm. I was a very like sarcastic kind of like negative person yeah. thought I was having the best time ever. And then once I just kind of opened my life up and was like, Oh, there's, it's actually cool to work on yourself and like help other people. And I don't know. So I think that's helped me a lot too. It sounds like you've had a big mindset shift. Yeah through all this, what do you think the biggest shift has been for you? Um, well, you know, I mentioned earlier, like, how I was getting married. <laughs> like, so, you know, I, on my social media, I do keep it very real and I share my life and I share the good and the bad, but there's also been a lot of like bad things that have happened. I mean, I think everyone goes through mm-hmm. stuff all the time, you know, people die, you lose jobs, you get divorced. And so in these, in these four yeah. years, I got divorced. I got married to that man. And ironically, I wanted to lose 20 pounds for this wedding and I did it. And I started working on myself and he was a bartender and it kind of just started to open up some differences that we had and they would have come out eventually anyways, but I think we were just in such, we were becoming different people. And so I really realized that, and then ultimately we got divorced and it helped like working on myself and taking care of myself really helped me to just change my whole mindset in the way where I just became more grateful. Um, instead of like looking at that divorce as a failure or, um, I mean, it sucks that it happened, but at the same time, I, I've learned to look at things differently. How can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? How can I just do better? Like what's in store for me? Like something better is in store. And so my, that mindset mindset shift has really helped me to just be in a place of gratitude and positivity. So then when shitty things happen, um, it's shitty, but I'm able, I don't let that take me down. I'm like, okay, this sucks, Mm -hmm. but I'm still going to take care of myself and I'm going to get through it. And I think that's just confirmation that I'm on the right track. So yeah. Yeah. That answers your question, right? Because yeah, it's like, yeah. Absolutely. And not, I definitely have moments where I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, am I even good at this? Who the hell am I? I think we all have those feelings, yeah. but sometimes it sounds so cheesy, but sometimes just like journaling and making a gratitude list and then mm-hmm. busting out a 30 minute workout is enough to just be like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Life's not that bad. <laughs> like I yeah. got this. It's fine. And, um, <laughs> and then, yeah. So that's helped me that mindset. Like it, I still kind of go there while I'll go into like these deep self self deprecating like places. And then I'm like, snap out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Which I think is great. It sounds like as you have been on this journey for yourself and through personal development and all this stuff, like you're expecting and wanting more out of your own life. Yeah. And like slowly maybe even believing that you're, worthy of more yeah. in your oh, life. for sure. And you I know, totally. I think that's been a big part. I don't think I've thought I was worthy of anything before. Yeah. And I did stuff. Like I was always like ambitious. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. put myself through beauty school. I was really successful with my hair career. I had my son, like there was all these good things surfacely, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I totally, I look at life differently now. Like I'm excited because I'm still growing and changing. And I just feel like there's opportunity and excitement that I'm striving for. Like, you know, yeah. and I think with the weight thing, I remember 
you know, I was 33 when I decided to get healthy. And I remember thinking, is this it? Like, is this as hot and awesome as I'm going to feel? Like, this Mm. is bullshit. Like, I don't want to be 60 and look back and be like, I wasted, you know, like a really great time in my life. And so I think that it's kind of how I feel about everything. Like, I need to, we need to like really be grateful for, you know, the opportunities and like what we can do. I don't know if I'm making sense, but like, well, I feel like I've been on a really similar path where I, I just had so much shame in my life from all of these, like what I saw as negative experiences growing Mm -hmm. up. I mean, if you go back and listen to my future or my earlier episodes, I talk about a few of them, one being divorced myself Mm -hmm. at a young age and not really knowing and like if I was ever going to have a life that I was super excited about like I think it was when I turned 30 I was just like okay things are okay things are good but is this really it is this really like the life that I'm gonna live that I'm excited about when I'm old like I just felt like I could hear like a clock ticking and I was like I'm running out of time I'm like only 30 but I felt like I'm (laughs) running out of time I'm wasting all these really great years yeah thinking that i can only have what's in front of me and nothing more. Yeah. And, um, and it's been the work that I've been doing in this last year or so of being like, Oh, well, what else would I want? What would I want my life to look like? And I mean, here we are with this podcast of just being like, well, if I felt that way, maybe so do other people. Totally. And how do we really, eliminate that shame, eliminate that fear. Well, I don't think fear will ever be eliminated. Just learn how to like live with it and move through it in order to create a life that you are excited about. Yeah. And why the heck are we here? We can't like enjoy our existence. And settling. I think so many people settle. They settle in their relationships, their physical, how they feel. Yeah. um, Their jobs. Like I... And I did for a long time. And I think mm-hmm. it's really liberating and freeing to be like, what if, what if I did this? What if, mm-hmm. what's the worst that can happen? And I think, um, failing forward, I like to think of that because mm-hmm. it's not always pretty and it's not always perfect, but it's, I find that the more chances I take the, and the more vulnerable and like the more me that I am, mm-hmm. as long as I have good intentions, the more opens up to me. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I want more people. And I, I, for me, the catalyst was fitness and like clean eating, but I really do feel like that has so much to do with like our mental state. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that like, when you get that right, then your mind starts to kind of open up, you know? So for me, mm-hmm. that's how I got into it. But yeah, I want people to just know that they have options. Yeah. Like we have so many cool things we could be doing. And yeah. So I think it's really rad that, that you kind of had that too. Like, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm how can I like learn from, you know, my past and realize that this is normal. People go through divorce and shame Mm -hmm. and fear and failure (laughs) all the time. All of it. (laughs) You are not alone. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, I even think that, like you said, like health and fitness has been like your catalyst, but I think no matter who you are, You cannot deny the fact that when you move your body, if it's go for a walk, if it's do extremely hard workout, if it's dance, like in any way, like you, it might be hard during, you might hate it during Mm -hmm. the middle of your workout or whatever, but afterwards you feel so much better. You just feel a little bit more confident, even if you haven't lost that weight yet. 
you feel better. I know even for me, when I was working out regularly, like just my confidence, even if I hadn't lost all these pounds or inches, not to say I didn't, I did lose weight. I did see results. But even just starting out and doing the motions and getting my workouts in, I just, my confidence and how I felt in my own body started to shift, you know, and when I am, and when I am not like working out, then I start feeling worse about my body. Even if I haven't gained 30 pounds back or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, like I just start feeling like less confident even around like my husband or less confident in myself and I'm not, I just feel so differently in my body. So I think that no matter what health and fitness, like you're, it really does help shape the outlook that you have in the rest of your life and how you feel like you can, I don't know, just like shift your whole mindset around yourself. Yeah. Um, It's so important. For sure. And in, when I went to my holistic, did my holistic certification, one thing that they talked a lot about was crowding out. So like crowding out bad foods or crowding mm-hmm. out bad habits. And I like to think about that in the sense where if you are working out more and moving your body and just being kind to yourself and, um, then you're going to have less time <laughs> to be self-deprecating mm-hmm. or, binge drink. In my case, I just had a habit of binge eating and binge drinking. Mm-hmm. And that's where I used to self-soothe. And so when I went through my divorce and like, I went through hard things over the last four years, um, I don't go there. And then, yeah. And then it's just like so much better for me. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is the other thing that I just love about you is that you are keeping it so real on your Instagram, <laughs> but you, and I don't know what you're feeling internally, but the fact that you're sharing all of these things that I feel like our culture or society would be like, Oh, shame on you. Or I don't know, like yeah. maybe not be so willing vulnerable. That's what it is. Yeah. It's vulnerability. You're yeah. sharing your life, which every life is messy and every life is we all have our shit. We all have right. our ups and downs, but we don't all share it with the world. Right. Um, but you kind of do. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I know. when we first got together, I felt like such a creep because I knew all these things about you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I, you don't know that much about me. Um, <laughs> but the fact that you do share. So yeah. where you are today, here you are, beautiful pregnant mama, <laughs> having your second baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just have always thought it was so, um, I mean, I just love your approach of sharing your life because it's so inspiring to people to see that no matter what, like as long as you feel good in your life and situation and body, like that's all that matters. Yeah. But how are you feeling? I also can tell everybody, you guys, she's still working out. <laughs> she's like about to have a baby in a couple of months. It is so inspiring. I mean, I think I walked when I was pregnant with my kid. Like I, I walked a lot, but I didn't like actually work out. Um, how are you feeling just being pregnant? <laughs> well, so yeah. So part of that is like, I want to stay so now beach body coaching or just health and wellness online coaching is my full-time gig. I do hair one day a week, but I will be stopping that soon. Mm. So part of it is my job. I'm like, well, I need to still make some money here and I need to be able to like keep up, keep it up, even though my life's changed a lot. So a lot of my workouts are very modified and, you know, I'm just making sure that I show up to show people that I'm like trying by no means going anywhere near as hard as I used to. I mean, it's really like I'm marching in place instead of jumping and, um, And, but also too, I have, I'm lucky enough 
are fortunate enough to not have had much morning sickness. I have, I've had some pelvic pain, but not, you know, I haven't been on bed rest. Like everything's mm-hmm. been progressing, you know, in a nice way. And so I kind of had this mindset where I'm like, well, I can work out. So I should, I also really want, you know, I'm older and I haven't had a baby. My son was born nine years ago almost. So I'm older and I had a C-section with him and I really want to have a vaginal birth this time, a natural Mm -hmm. birth. So there's also that motivation there. Like I really want to stay strong and be Mm -hmm. able to labor and heal um, and then get back into it. And so some of it is for work. Some of it is to you know, there's days where I don't want to, but I'm like, well, you can, because I know a lot of women where they're on bed rest or they physically are on or mm. their doctor said, do not work out yeah. or they're just so sick. And so, um, I'm just luckily like, okay, well, I feel good. So I might as well, like I, my energy is, I have enough, you know, so I can do a 30 minute workout pretty half-assed, but I'm still doing yeah. it. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and done some hikes and stuff. So I, I think that's partly why, and, but it helps me, like helps my mood. Mm. Like it helps cause we're hormonal anyways. Yeah. And then when you're pregnant, you're hormonal. And, um, I've been going through some drama during the pregnancy. So like, I think it helps my mood stay up and, um, also circulation. Um, I'm 30, almost 31 weeks pregnant. And I just started yesterday to notice a little bit of swelling. And I feel like when I was pregnant with my son, I was so much more swollen, my fingers, my face, my whole body and every pregnancy is different, mm-hmm. but I kind of like to think it has something to do with my circulation. I'm just moving more. Mm-hmm. And so, um, my circulation's better. And so there's just so many benefits that kind of keep me be like, well, you might as well just work out until you just can't anymore. Do you know, are you going to, when is that? Do you have a plan on how much longer you're going to work out while being pregnant? I, well, I want, so the cool thing, like, I mean, there's, yesterday I went on like an outdoor hike, but the weather's about to change. So mm-hmm. the cool thing about having access to all the workouts from home is there's something for everyone. So there actually are prenatal workouts. There are yoga, oh, wow. um, workouts. So there's things I can do even at the very end, mm-hmm. even if that means I'm just stretching. So I mm-hmm. think I'm just going to go until I really physically, <laughs> cause I'm like, yeah, I still have about nine weeks left. So, you know, in a month I might be like, this is, I can't like, I'm too big. I'm too uncomfortable. So maybe it's just that I do a really easy yoga workout, mm-hmm. but I'd like to try until the very end. I mean, yeah. I see women and that's what I love about social media. Cause like, you know, I'll see people doing CrossFit like nine months pregnant. I'm <laughs> like, cause they say whatever you were doing before you got pregnant, um, keep doing that if your body will allow you to. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to pick up CrossFit, but for women that were doing it before they can. And so I think that's badass. So I'm just yeah. like, if I was doing some cardio and squats, I'm just going to do it for as long as I can. And I have a doula who's also said do squats for as long as you can. Cause it's just so good for your pelvic mm. uh, floor and, um, for labor. So yeah, that's like a big motivation. I want to have like Amazing. a good labor. Yeah. <laughs> or good. I mean, <laughs> as good as it can as be. Good as it can be. <laughs> Yeah, slide right on out. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Could she just like slide out really quick, please? Yeah. Um, amazing. Okay, so a couple questions here. What has been the biggest thing, whether it's a person or a resource tool, that has helped you make such a lifestyle shift? Okay. Well, I think we've been talking about it the whole time. Beach body was yes. like a, a huge thing, a big part of it. So a lot of the women that I looked up to in the company, like different people on my team that have been doing it longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so should I name them? Or? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I guess I can name them. Yeah. So um, 
my coach, Caitlin Davies, she's on Instagram, but also our upline coach, Amy Silverman. She has a pretty big following on social media. Um, they have been really inspiring to me on a business mindset, like also just like women in business. Like I, it's been really cool to watch them. Um, but also I have to shout out um, like Gabrielle Bernstein yes. and Jen Sincero, like their books have meant a lot to me and just, yeah. they were just really easy for me to digest, like just really easy concepts for me to like, that have like shifted my mindset big time. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what encouragement would you give to somebody who is either wanting to make a shift or is maybe in the very beginning stages of a big shift in mindset or lifestyle? I think it's really important to make sure that you are like your, your feed, you know, your social media feed is like full of people that you find inspiring. Mm -hmm. A lot of us don't have a great support system in our life, unfortunately. Like, um, I've noticed that. So I think a good place to start is to whatever you want to do, whether it's, you want a podcast or you want to be a health coach or you want to get healthier, start following people that are doing that and like, listen to what they're doing and, um, to get inspiration and, yeah. And just realize that you can do it too. I mean, it really, it doesn't always come. I think the more you surround yourself with it, the more it can be like, okay, I can do this too. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So good. Cause not, I mean, I'm more like go for it, but not everyone's <laughs> going to be that way. So yeah. you kind of have to, I think just surround yourself. If you can't do it like in person, then do it as much as you can. Like the books you read, how you spend your time scrolling. Yeah. All that. Absolutely. So you guys, I want everybody to go and check out this lady check out her Instagram. It has given me so much inspiration and I know it'll give all of you daily inspiration too. So Amber, where can everybody find you? Um, they can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Amber TCB, which stands for taking care of business. If anybody wants to know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. that's Amber TCB. <laughs> and then I have uh, my website, which is just amberbear.com. And that's kind of where I spend most of my time, like Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. Um, if you listen to this, go give her some love. Tell her you listened. And thanks so much for coming on my show. It was so amazing Thank to you. have you. <laughs> it was fun. And that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, please feel free to leave a review, a thought, a kind word, some encouragement um, for this episode. And if you want to know about any upcoming episodes, uh, please hit subscribe so you don't miss out on a single one. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram. If you want to connect um, with me more, please come on over there and follow. I am at uh, Fearless Freedom Podcast on Instagram. All right, guys, until next time, have a good one.